this is Coach Carlene from ThinBrainTraining.com. So you've made it to the fourth podcast of the series on preparing for your weight loss journey. I'm pretty excited for you. Today is a really important subject. It's on exercise. You know, exercise is something no one really wants to do, except for thin people who love to exercise. But for the obese, exercise is something we'd rather put off for ever, right? So we have to learn that exercise has to become a key component to weight loss and to maintenance. You know, we can't sit around anymore and wait for tomorrow to come. We have to get up and we have to move. So I'm going to share with you what I've learned over the past 15 plus years working with obese women and exercise. We over at Raw Food Boot Camp and all of our diets, we walk. Now, it's not sexy. It's boring, but it does a better job than any other exercise we've tried. And if you if you have a lot of weight issues, you have potential knee issues. So if you are just walking, you're not putting all that impact on your knees and you're getting the time in. We have found duration and heart rate are the keys to fast weight loss. So duration means time time how much time are you willing to walk and give for your weight loss at at boot camp it is a requirement after your first month you have to be able to do two hours a day just seems like a lot doesn't it but it gives us the results we want so people have to be able to fit that into their schedule and be able to do it and then we also work within a specific heart rate range that isn't on your treadmills and your fitness instructor is not going to tell you to use this range but it's one that we've used for years and have had the best results with. We just call it Carlene's fat burn range. And that's with a heart rate between 135 and 150. For women who have a resting heart rate below 55, we go with 125 to 140. But we always work out in that range because that range has given us the best burn. But it's not fun, it's boring, and it's not sexy. So people don't just rave all about all the walking. They complain about it. When I lost my weight, I hiked and I hiked for two and a half to three and a half hours a day up mountains. And that's how I lost my weight. But people aren't willing to do that either. So you have to find what's right for you. I'm always going to push walking because it's just something we can do. We don't need equipment for it. We just need good shoes and we definitely don't have to exert ourselves to the point that we're killing ourselves every day. So you can just get out there, find some hills and walk. Walking is so good for you. The It's a weight bearing exercise, which helps keep your bones strong. It's healthy for you. The up and down of it helps your lymphatic system clean itself out all the time. It is a positive, healthy weight loss. Now, some of the things that don't work will surprise you. And this, again, remember, all the information I give you is based on data I have collected for obese women, not naturally thin women who have gained 10 or 15 pounds. I work with the obese. So when we talk about anything, it's based on obese attitudes, obese bodies, and uh, I'm sorry, that's just who I am. My passion is to help women beat obesity. So back to our exercise. A lot of women who come and want to do boot camp with me have bad knees, 
bad ankles, bad hips, and so they can't do all that walking. So they have to find an alternative. Some of the alternatives that I allow are swimming or water walking. As long as you can get that heart rate into that zone, I'm good. But not things like Zumba. Look around at how many Zumba classes you've taken and ask yourself, how much weight have I lost? Have you lost any doing it? Have you lost any doing, you know, any kind of, of, of cardio dance class? You have to ask those questions because the answer from most of the women I've worked with is no, that they just haven't. People want to count Pilates as exercise, but it's not cardio and it's not going to burn off that fat. So when you're trying to do weight loss, you have to kind of give up the shaping and the molding at first to get the weight loss. So you're always better doing some kind of cardio. Now, here's something strange that no one's going to believe, but it is just the truth. We've had many people try biking, whether stationary or just regular biking, obese women who got no results from it. We had people test in the early days of boot camp. We had people test spinning. Everybody, spinning was a craze and everybody wanted to do spinning and not one of our spinners lost weight compared to when they walked. I believe this is only, I have no science behind this, but my belief is because when you're obese, you have really strong calf muscles because you've been carrying around all that weight. And so when you're doing the spinning, we don't have the speed for spinning because that's not how we're built, but we have the strength to make it happen anyway. And we don't burn the calories the way we should because we aren't getting that aerobic workout. And even when we do get in the heart range, for some reason, cycling just hasn't burned calories to help women lose weight. In all the years I've been doing this, not one person who used cycling ever lost the weight. It's kind of weird. It's just a truth. So I thought I would share it with you. Swimming, you would have to be able to do swimming consistently in a good heart rate zone back and forth, back and forth, or the, the water jogging, that works too. But you have to have your heart rate in that zone if you want to get the fat, the fast fat burn from it. You can do um, Leslie Sampson. Here's a plug. She's not a sponsor of mine. We have just been using her in-home walking videos since, gosh, whenever she started them. She's perky, but her walking videos are tough, and you wouldn't think they would be. And we use them because inclement weather, babies, family, right? So people come to camp and then they're all about, oh, it was too hot. It was too cold. So we incorporate Leslie and we bring her into their homes. You can get them free from YouTube. Just type Leslie, L-E-S-L-I-E, Samson, S-A-N-S-O-M-E, Sansom. No, wait, wait, San. All right, you'll have to look it up. I always misspell it. Anyway, find her and, and look at her indoor walking videos. They work. We have women who use just her to get the weight off. So they work. And you want to you want to give her a try. She's perky, but once you once you know the moves, you can put on your own fast-paced uh, headphones and play your own playlist. And she's good. So those are really just the only things that we found that work. A lot of people have a hard time getting their heart rate into that zone. So we recommend walking poles, weighted vests, hills, hills and hills. And if you're going to use a treadmill, you don't go for speed. Everybody wants to say, oh, I, I did four miles an hour. Well, you know what? 
if you're not in the heart rate zone, that doesn't matter. You want to be in that heart rate zone. So what we found is lower speed, so you don't get as much distance, but more incline. And if you combine those two to get your heart rate going, then you're going to see that weight loss. But you need to get that heart rate in the zone and keep it there and not look at what the treadmill says is fat burn. So I guess my idea of fat burn is cardio, but metered. Stay within that zone in cardio and longevity. The more time, the more burn. I always tell women the first 30 minutes is warm up. And if you think of it like kindling, those first 30 minutes are like kindling. And after that is when you throw on the log and you get the big heat. So always go for over 30 minutes. Don't settle for 20 or even 30. Go for that 45 as your minimum when you go out walking. But with that said, let me tell you the truth about most people who start a diet program. They want the two hours a day. They want to get out there and prove they're worth it. But many can't do it. And because it's hard to do, what you need to do is start off doing what you can. I always tell the story of this one of the women who joined me when I first opened boot camp in 2005. She had MS and she could barely walk at all. She had to have a cane and she was about to order a wheelchair because she just thought her ability to walk was gone. She was in terrible pain all the time from her MS. And she decided she was going to give, just like I decided when I found my diet, she decided she was going to give raw food a try. So she went out and uh, she started the raw food part about a week before she joined Raw Food Boot Camp on its very first day of opening in 2005. And she couldn't walk far because she just couldn't walk. So she would get up every day, two, three, four, five times a day from her chair. And she would walk from her her chair in the living room to the kitchen through the dining room and back to her chair it took her about two two and a half minutes to do that loop in her house and she kept getting up and doing it over and over and over again this is honest to god truth in a month and a half she walked a 5k with her granddaughter but she used a cane to do it in four months she walked a 10k without a cane this is the truth about our bodies. Yes, we have. She had a horrible illness. But if we if we ask of our bodies and if we push our bodies just a little, then all of a sudden, before we know it, our bodies will build up. When I first started, I couldn't do two hours of walking a day. I couldn't even do one. So I started with 10-minute walks. I did six 10-minute walks around the this ranch I lived on. And I did it every day. 10 minutes, six times a day, every day. And then one day I'm at the end of the, the loop I did and I'm like, I can do more. And I went walking for an hour and I made it that whole hour. I did the next five 10 minute ones as well, but I was so excited that I had done that. The very next day I went and I started, if you know my journey at all, I was climbing a mountain. So I found the mountain, it wasn't that far from my house. And I started up that mountain, which was just horrendous, cried a lot, but I always made it to the top because determination and push are so important when you want to change your body and change how you look at life. So you need to find the right exercise for you with some of the things I've told you 
Yoga doesn't count as exercise. It's really good for your body. It's excellent for your soul, but it doesn't really burn the fat. I don't care what they tell you. We've never had anyone lose weight with yoga, though it does help with the perception of life, which helps with staying on a diet and doing the exercise. Pilates, while they're wonderful, CrossFit, wonderful, PX90, wonderful, all these, all these plans, all these cardio things that we hear on the news and YouTube and all that stuff, they're wonderful, but they are not going to burn the fat the way walking does. It's always our biggest losers over at boot camp are those who walk the two hours a day. What can I say? In the zone. Another thing that we have found that works somewhat for some people is cardio kettlebells but you have to be able to be able to do kettlebells for 45 minutes at least in a row or else you're not going to get the benefit you're not going to like walking it's boring you need a good playlist to get through it you have weather that that's going to impact it and you're going to want any excuse you have to get out of it um but you have to do it it's just it's unbelievably great for you it's good for your heart it's good for your lungs. It's good for your, your overall, overall well-being. It's a time to be contemplative. It's a time to see nature if you go outside. And if you're doing it at home, it's just a good time to listen to your favorite music. But you have to do the exercise. Diet without exercise, and you know this is true, doesn't work. Exercise without a good diet, eh, that doesn't work either. So you really need to get your act together and get out there and walk, walk, walk. You can find other things, but I'm telling you, nothing is going to work as well as walking. Now, if you're not obese and you're fit, you're pretty well fit, then you just do what you need to do. But remember this, weightlifting makes you crave more food. So even though you want those muscles, wait till you're closer to goal because it always makes people want to eat more. I lose more people at boot camp because all of a sudden they get this drive to start lifting weights and building some strength and muscles and toning. And then the diet goes out the window because they always think in their mind, no, exercise is more important than diet. No, exercise and diet complement each other. And if you overdo one, you have to compensate on the other end. So when you, if you go do weightlifting for, and you do cardio weightlifting even, you're going to be hungrier and you're going to want to eat more. And your fitness coach is going to tell you, you need more protein. And of course, that's going to come with added fat and you're not going to lose the weight. So you need to think back of all the effort that you've put in, all the times that you have tried to lose weight and compare them. Yes, I did this at the gym and this with the diet. Yeah, I lost the first, you know, five or six pounds, but nothing after that. And you have to examine it and say, oh, man, I need to figure out what really works and what doesn't. You can never go wrong with walking in Carlene's fat burn zone. 135 to 150, you keep it in that zone 80 to 90% of the time, and that weight's going to come off with the proper diet. I promise you that. All right, there was a couple of things I needed to tell you about walking, if that's what you choose to do. It's real important that you have good shoes real important that you have good shoes and you should never wear brand new shoes out for a two-hour hike you're going to get blisters so you need older to, to start then you need new shoes you can break in you need walking shoes not running shoes they need to have a good arch support and they need to fit really well they can't be giving you blisters or else you'll use blisters as a way to not walk 
and you need to in, um, to replace the inner soles every every few weeks, like three weeks, buy new inner soles, four weeks, buy new inner soles, because you're going to wear them out with all that walking. You want to make sure there's a good ample room in the toe box, because if not, you're going to end up with bad blisters and you're not going to walk. And you, you can also get kind of numb toes if your toe box is not loose enough. So find the right walking shoes. Go to a store, talk to someone who knows about shoes and have them help you find the right walking shoes and make sure they have good arch support for you um, and replace those inner soles. Something that happens when people lose weight fast is their shoe size shrinks. I went from a size eight and a half to a size seven throughout my weight loss journey. That's a lot. And so if your shoes don't fit right, you're more apt to turn your ankle, you're more apt to, to hurt yourself and get sore feet. So you don't want to do that. Um, the other thing is if you are overweight and your thighs rub together, I know no one ever wants to talk about that, but it's an issue. Your best thing to do is to wear some kind of, of latex pants, shorts, like, like biker shorts or, or something that is tight in the crotch area so that your thighs do not rub against each other. Also, wear a good bra that is not going to, you know, let you feel like you're all over the place. You want something tight that's going to keep you from, from, you know, having that issue. And also that keeps you from rubbing yourself raw there as well. These are things that really happen. You need a great water bottle and you need to take more than one with you when you go on a long walk. Um, and I already talked about Leslie Sansome. It's S-A-N-S-O-M-E. Um, you can go to YouTube and type in her name and you will find all sorts of stuff that this woman does. All right, that's it for me on this this podcast of exercise. We'll have more later. If you like this podcast, please subscribe. And uh, again, at the bottom of allthinbraintraining.com, there is a donate button if you want to help me keep this podcast channel going. And there is a um, subscribe to my newsletter. Also, share. Share my podcast with other people. Help me get the word out. My goal in life is to help obese women find their way out of that fat suit. And the more obese women I can reach, the more I, I live my own goal in life. All right, so thanks for helping. I will see you tomorrow in our podcast about support and the importance of good support.